Welcome to She's Abundant, the podcast that empowers visionary women in business to master their mindset, amplify their strategies, and embrace their spiritual journey. I'm your host, Siobhan, a mindset and business coach who is here to guide you on your transformative path towards abundance and success, because the world needs more of what you're bringing to it. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to come online today and just record what is coming through so I don't have any notes and we're just gonna vibe and see what comes out. So today we're going to talk about spirituality and its place in business and does it even have a place in business? Personally, if you have been following me, you're going to know my answer. (laughs) And that is a very, very strong, large, big, resounding yes. Of course, it has a place in business. Like, yeah. Okay. But anyway, otherwise, I would just have to end the podcast here. But let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into it. And I'll share some of my spirituality journey uh, along the way as well. So, My spirituality journey started, I mean, I guess it started when I was very young. I was always that kid who had, you know, supernatural kind of experiences. I was always a little bit scared of, you know, things like ghosts and I would have weird dreams and I I had a very and still have a very vivid and big imagination. So I was always kind of having these little encounters and experiences and I always loved the, you know, the supernatural things like fairies and aliens and all of those kind of things. So it was just a huge part of who I was and still am when I was growing up. But along the way, you know, you kind of see and hear things in society and other people reflect things back to you about, you know, maybe that that's a little bit weird um, and that potentially ghosts aren't real. And especially when your parents are trying to comfort you and they tell you that it's make believe. And so then I guess some of the things that you're experiencing, you start to block out and, you know, question if they're even real. So I guess for quite a long time, I just blocked out my gifts because I didn't want to be seen as weird. I didn't want to be the, I didn't want to see ghosts. I didn't want to, you know, experience supernatural things. I was already like quite a scaredy cat as a kid. So I really didn't need anything else kind of coming into my life. So yeah, I just had had all these experiences and then I just blocked them out for a very long time and then it wasn't until I started coming into my late teens and I started to have some experiences again a couple of like you know little ghosty encounters that where I'd see things and I'd experience things or I'd feel things and when my nan passed I used to feel and see her all the time and so yeah I feel like I just have always had this connection but I've always been a little bit scared to fully open up to it because I wasn't sure what that meant for me and then once I started kind of opening a little bit back up to it it probably was more so around the personal development side of things you know I I was looking around at my life and I was like I had such big dreams and and I was like I just want to know how to get there and I think I probably had even 
written it off for me at one point in my life. And then I discovered The Secret, which is a lot of people's gateways into spirituality. And yeah, I read the book and I actually bought the book for my mum and I was just like super hooked on this idea of like quantum physics and spirituality and like the woo meets the science because I, I just loved science. I was obsessed with it and I ended up going to university and studying marine biology because I just loved science and, and you know, biology and things so much. So all of that quantum physics side of things really made me super excited because it made me feel like spirituality is just science that we don't really understand yet and so I kind of just like progressively dove more into the law of attraction and then just other laws of the universe and manifestation and all of those kind of things and that's when I really started to deepen my spirituality and then I decided that I was going to buy some oracle decks and this actually came after I had played with an oracle deck at my friend's house and I pulled some cards myself and did a reading and it was just really, really accurate. And I knew that I was tapping into something, you know, whether that was my intuition or the universe or my guides, angels, you know, whatever it was, it didn't have to have a name, but I did know that I was tapping into something else, something other than, you know, this 3D human form that I am in. So I decided to get my own Oracle Oracle cards and I've built those up over time and I still use them almost every single day. And if you join me on Instagram, I love doing a little random Oracle card reading every now and again. I do it on my stories and I do it on my lives. But every time I pull them, I just know that those messages are meant for me. And even if I'm not understanding it at the time, um, I know that it's going to resonate later. So yeah, and then I was seeing a psychic for some time, um, like every year or so, every couple of years, I would see a psychic and she was just like ridiculously accurate. And I still see her and I still go to her every, every now and again, you know, maybe once or, once a year or once every couple of years. And yeah, I was, I just, I love, I love all that spirituality stuff. So that's kind of like my journey. And then when I studied coaching and, and mindset, it really started to link into the manifestation side of things. And it was, again, really like strengthening that, you know, bond or, you know, reflection that one is connected to the other, that they're not separate and that the mindset, all the laws of the universe and your mindset tend to be very similar, like the, the processes and the the things that you go through with your limiting beliefs and the way that you manifest things and all of those things, they're all really, really similar, if not the same thing and just a different way of talking about it. So I am totally obsessed with the mind and the subconscious mind. And so it naturally just plays into spirituality. So yeah, I guess along the way, I have just kind of gotten deeper and deeper and more knowledgeable into different things and I've played with different modalities and I've, you know, touched on different things and I feel like I'm at this point now where my spirituality journey is about to take its next step and I don't really know what that step is and I would say that a lot of my fears are coming back up. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, because as a kid, you know, with those experiences, like I don't want to go through all of those scary experiences. None of us do. And so that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. I'm trying to protect my energy, protect my body and really tap into my intuition and kind of open up that portal that I had probably closed off for quite some time. Because at the end of the day, when I tap into my intuition, when I tap into my spirituality, things are better in my life. (laughs) And yeah, it's just been the case that when I'm more myself more authentically myself then the better things are and that's the case for pretty much everybody and part of that for me is really that spirituality piece and I love combining spirituality strategy and marketing in my and uh, mindset and in my own business and so I think that these pieces are like the piece to the puzzle of a really, really successful business. And I see it reflected in other people as well, in other successful business owners. And so I just think it's such an important piece. And so I'm curious, I'd love to know from you, have you seen that in your own business? What kind of modalities have you dabbled in and how do you incorporate spirituality into your business? Because for me, at the end of the day, Your business is a reflection of you. And I say that a lot, (laughs) but it really is. And so the more tapped in you are to yourself, your higher self, the universe, your guides, you know, whatever concept you believe in, the more likely you are to make good decisions in your business. And when I discovered human design, this was another big piece of my spirituality. It was like, it was kind of like the piece that I was missing with astrology, I guess. So I kind of always loved astrology. I I played a little bit with it in terms of like loving to read my star sign and just very surface level things. And when I discovered human design, it was almost like, just like opened up another world because everything just fell into place for me as a projector I learned so many things about myself and it and it gave me like almost like this permission to be exactly who I am and exactly who I was meant to be and the reason I was placed on this earth and the 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 form and the expression that I have is just yeah I'm just like loving the fact that I can embody this projector you know human design and it really does feel like almost like a feeling and a sense of home and and really knowing who you are. So all of those things have just led me to be super confident and super sure about myself and my business and knowing where I want to go and and what I want to do. So that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. So this is a little bit of what my day-to-day spiritual practice looks like. I wake up in the morning and I have a battle between grabbing my phone and doing a guided meditation. So normally I have to grab my phone to get my guided meditation, but I have to really try to not get on those apps straight away. And something that I do even before that is I try and catch my first thought of the day. And this just isn't even really spiritual. It's more just like a mindset thing. And I would say the the things that I do on a day-to-day basis are both equally mindset and spiritual but I 
kind of catch my first thought of the day and make sure that it's as positive as I can get it in the frame of mind that I'm in at the time. So sometimes, you know, some days it's harder than others. I get it. I get it. Um, But you want to try and catch that first thought of the day as much as you possibly can because what happens when you wake up and you kind of get into that autopilot, if you're just waking up and going, Ugh, I just, you know, I don't want to get out of bed. I can't be bothered. Like the day's going to suck. I've got this on, I've got this on, or I feel anxious or I feel, you know, annoyed or whatever it is. I didn't get a good sleep. You're setting yourself up for failure essentially for the day. So it can be really hard, but what you want to try and do is as soon as you're conscious of those negative thoughts is to catch them and switch them around as best you can. Even if it feels like a lie in the beginning, Literally, all you have to do is just say something like, it's going to be an amazing day or I'm so thankful I had got to sleep. I'm so thankful for my warm bed or whatever it is. I'm, I'm really excited to do this guided meditation or whatever you can think of that is more positive than the original thought that you might have had. If you're waking up with a positive thought in the morning, well done. You you absolutely go, girl. But <laughs> for, for someone who, like me, is a little bit of a sleepy gal, loves a nap, needs like eight to nine hours to feel rested, a projector <laughs> who doesn't have that access to energy, sometimes it can be hard to wake up and think a positive thought the first thing in the morning. So making sure that we're thinking positive thoughts as soon as we are conscious of our thoughts. That's super important. And then I meditate or do a hypnosis. So I love guided meditations and hypnosis. I don't tend to do a lot of just meditating on my own in silence. I'm not quite at that point personally. I would rather have a you know, an audio guide me through, whether that's my own voice or someone else's voice. It just allows me to stay on track. So if you're someone whose mind wanders a lot, then audios are a great way to kind of ease into meditating. And yeah, it's just, it resets you if you have a little bit of stress or anxiety about the day by meditating and kind of letting that go before you even get up and you just feel so, so much better. So that's kind of what my morning routine looks like. And then my other morning tip is drink lots of water <laughs> because a lot of the time we can feel tired because we're dehydrated. But that's not a spiritual practice. That's just look after your body <laughs> and drink some water. And then throughout the day, depending on what I've got on, uh, you know, sometimes, like I said, it can be a bit hard to stay in the present moment, but I do try my best to do that. Even as a business owner, that can be really tricky. We're always forward planning. We're always visualizing our next big goals, our dreams, you know, the next thing. What have we got on next week? What have we got on during the month or the quarter or whatever it is? And so we can spend a lot of time in the future. And I am definitely guilty of that. And so I am trying to be a lot more conscious of bringing myself back into the present moment and kind of letting what's happening in the present moment happen and just going through it one step at a time without as well, you know, catastrophizing the future with, you know, anxiousness and worry and things like that. So my partner is very, very good at grounding me back into the present moment. (laughs) He always gives me these big hugs that just, you know, make me feel so warm and fuzzy and just, 
I can feel the tension and stress releasing from my body and I just know that I'm supposed to come back to the present moment. So he's definitely an anchor for me. So, you know, find, find what your anchor is. You know, it could be music, it could be a pet, it could be a partner, it could be a friend, it could be, you know, just having a nice warm cup of tea, like whatever tool you can use to bring yourself back into the present moment. Reading is also a really good one because, yeah, when you're reading, you're kind of in in the moment, even though you're not like present with everything that's around you in your senses, but you are coming back into the present moment. So that's a really good one too. I also love baths and things like that to kind of like relax me and, and bring me back because it's a lot about relaxing and getting into that rest and digest and stimulating, um, you know, your parasympathetic nervous system and coming back into that, that you know, ah, <laughs> is the best way that I can describe it. Um, and so, yeah, during the day, if I'm working, uh, I will sometimes put on a subliminal audio. So this is also equally mindset as it is spiritual and just allowing that to sink into my conscious mind. And sometimes I'll just tap in and see if there's anything that, you know, my guides or the universe wants me to know or channel. I've been trying to do that a lot more. As I mentioned, I've been really trying to open up my third eye and my spirituality. And so I'm becoming a lot more conscious of being a channel and, and, you know, trusting that what I'm going to say on a live or on a story or, you know, in a podcast interview or in the podcast now that it's going to be the thing that needs to come through right now and that it's going to resonate with the right people. And I think that's really important when it comes to your business, because we really need to allow ourselves to open up to the messages and not overthink things. <laughs> so I mentioned before that I don't have any notes today and I'm just kind of letting this flow. And so I'm just allowing this message to come through me and it does take practice. It definitely does. I don't often show up without notes and I was once very much the type of person that had to be prepared for everything. And depending on the situation, that's definitely still the case. But I'm a lot better at just allowing things to come through with no judgment and also just knowing that the right person is going to hear it. And at the end of the day, that's all we really need to do in our business is just help the next person and know and trust that our message and our voice and our authenticity is going to reach the right person person. So that's kind of what I'm working on now as well. I also have a few crystals and things that sit on my desk and I love affirmations, which is also a part of the mindset piece. So yeah, I feel like there's a really big overlap between spirituality and mindset and one flows in and they just flow in and out of the other. Like I'm seeing like an infinity symbol. (laughs) They're just like connected and the same way that mindset is connected into your business strategy and it all just flows one into the other. So make sure that you're prioritizing your spirituality, whatever that looks like for you and really honor that practice and open yourself up more to it. And, you know, just like I said, trust that the universe is going to come through you in the way that it's meant to at the time that it's meant to. And don't judge yourself so harshly because that's part of the process is, you know, 
we're we're all just a work in progress we're all human and we're just meant to be here doing our thing authentically uniquely and just as our best selves so that wraps up today's topic i hope you had some fun listening to a little bit of the woo-ness of business and the insight into my spirituality and i would love for you to connect with me on instagram and tell me about your journey and if you do want a guided meditation i do have one available for free in my instagram link in bio so head over there if you want that one i will see you in the next episode